Welcome to Growing in His Word podcast, listeners. I'm Pastor Joseph, and today we're going to finish the faith uh, of, of Jesus' mission, and that is to heal the brokenhearted, to raise the dead, and to give life to non-believers, and to give redemption for the world. Wow, what an awesome time we're going to have today, man. John chapter 11, last week we talked about how Lazarus was sick, and you know, he was from Bethany, the town of Bethany. And Mary and her sister, Martha, it was that Mary who anointed the, the Lord, remember, with the fragrant oil, man. And he wiped Jesus' feet with her hair. And so her brother was sick, Lazarus, and he was sick. And so the sister sent, you know, sent for Jesus to come and, uh, you know, and he told him, man, we, gee, our, our, my brothers, he, we need a miracle, man. And Jesus, Jesus, last week we talked about how waiting is hard to do when we're really going through it. And how it's not easy to wait on the Lord when we want something. And it's not about what we want, it's about what Jesus wants. We talked about how it's His timing in our life. Here was Lazarus, sick as a dog. And he was getting ready to die. And they sent for Jesus. And Jesus is coming. And, uh, and, and, and it's a miracle because Jesus is not only displaying his, his power of authority, but he's displaying his deity of authority. And this is the most radical point of the Bible and how we can depend on him for everything. Even as we're going through this coronavirus and this trials in life and this and just the, the tribulations of what's going on in the world father we just lift up this podcast to you today lord in your name jesus speak to us father amen listen it was welcome to growing in his word i'm joseph and last week was a radical chapter man martha's on a mission martha was telling jesus hey where were you man Last week we picked like we left off on on verse twenty, and Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Verse twenty one says, "Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have, not have died. But even though I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give to you." And so. The key is asking God to give you what He wants. And so, you know, Jesus is going to show His power soon. And and He's going to show the world that He's going to die for our sins. And He's going to use, believe it or not, He's going to use Lazarus as an example of how God is powerful and how He's in control. Look, listen. Verse 22 says, But even though I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you, if it's His will. So don't be asking for things that you don't, that you want. You want to be in God's will, and you want to be in His alignment where He wants you to be. Amen? So verse 23 says, Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. See, She's thinking that Jesus has got his back no matter what because he'll rise. And so, but what he's trying to tell her that is Christ 
is the resurrection for those who believe and that are physically dead. And so he is the life for those who believe and have not yet died. So when Jesus asked Martha if she believed, she responded with her words similar to the ones that John's using right here to describe the purpose of this book. So listen, in order to have eternal life, a person must place his or her faith in Jesus Christ, who is the Son of God. Listen to this. Who came into the world to bring eternal life to those who believe. And so here he is using his body as a living sacrifice. And he's saying, look, you may be sick spiritually. And you may be physically sick. You may be spiritually dead. But you may be spirit physically dead. Now if you get to me in time, if I get to you in time, you'll be physically, eternally okay. Does that make sense? Let me rewind that. I know it's weird. Okay. If you receive Jesus in your heart and you're sick and you die, you go to heaven. You're physically taken care of. So Lazarus here, he's spiritually and physically. So, But, but he's taking it back. Jesus is taking her back and saying, nah, listen, this is going to be even better for you. I'm talking about me. See? My resurrection my blood is what's going to be perfected on that cross and Mount Golgotha on that day when that when that when those nails go in my hands and my feet you will live in paradise forever and listen what's awesome is cuz they're going to plot to kill Jesus next after this happens it's it's radical this is a radical chapter man I'm I'm on fire because you guys got to listen to this man Jesus died for you and this you know what this verse and this whole chapter reminds me of, can you imagine, Jesus is going to get stoned. They try to, not stoned, you know, but they're going to pick up stones and try to throw it at him. You know, they already did. And he just seems to bolt out of there, <laughs> stone. And, you know, I mean, I just, listen, this is crazy because you're probably laughing like, Pastor Joseph, what are you talking about, stones and all that? Look, the message is clear. God has your back. He's in control. And here's the most effective part, part of this message. Here it is. You want to know what it is? Here's what it is. Look. Whatever you want in this world, say, Lord, I don't want it. I want you, to, I want you Jesus, to give it to me. Okay? If God wants you to have it, it the doors will open. If, it, if he doesn't want it to happen, it, it, won't, it won't open. Jesus is booking through Jerusalem. He's walking around. They're persecuting him. They're, they're trying to call him a hypocrite, a demon, all this stuff. Persecution is arising. Now listen, where is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to reel this in in a bit, and you're going to go, oh, I get it. Jesus is being called a blasphemer because he said that he's God, and he works miracles, and he did work, work miracles. It's here. But what's important here is Jesus is setting the mark for human and mankind to come boldly to him and live forever in paradise. And listen to this. And here's the message for you. Are you ready? Here's where this relates to your life. You might, you might think, no, nah, it's not me, Joseph. That's not me, Pastor Joseph. Yes, it is. Jesus could have stopped and said, look, if you throw another rock at me, I'm going to have lightning just strike you. Or he could have said, hey, you, if you call me a blasphemer again, I'm going to turn you into a toad. Or whatever it may be. He didn't. He had mercy. 
He was perfect. He was 100% God and 100% man. He loves us. He's compassion. Our sins, church, podcast listeners, uh, whoever you are, our sins put him on the cross. It had to happen. If it didn't happen, then we would have all burned in hell and that would have been it. Jesus paid it all. And so she's telling Martha, saying in verse 24, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at that last day. But Jesus is saying in verse 25, he said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Period. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God who has come into the world. There it is. Listen, she could have picked up a stone and said no. But this is the same woman that washed Jesus' feet. This is the same woman who loved Jesus. Jesus loved Lazarus. He spent time with him. Look, I want to tell you something. Do you know how hard it is to love the ones who persecute you? That's why Jesus didn't turn people into stones or toads. or That's why he told the woman, where are your accusers, to the harlot. When those men, when they were picking up stones and ready to cast it. Jesus told them, told, look, wrote in the dirt. <clears throat> and so, he, you know, he could have wrote the Ten Commandments. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery. And who knows? But I think he wrote their names. You slept with her one night. You, but they left. They ran away. And Jesus said to the woman, Woman, where are your accusers? Go sin no more. Jesus wants us to love the people who we don't want to love. And listen, man. I, I've been tested. I've been tried. I don't want it. Some guy times God wants to see if you'll do it. And but while you're doing it, he'll protect you. So we got to remember, Jesus wants to be where you want to be. So now we're going to get into the biggest part of the Bible, which is radical. That's why we're here today. Amen. She said yes to him. Yes, Lord, I believe in verse 27 that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. And when she had said these things, she went her way and, certain, and, and secretly called Mary her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling for you. Now as soon as she heard that, she, that, heard that she arose quickly and came to him. Well, she was obedient. And that's what we need to be. We need to come to Jesus when he calls us. So verse 30 says, Now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Verse 31 says, Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her, because they were sitting Sheva. This is the Hebrew, uh, this, is, uh, the, the, this is the actual, uh, uh, you know, the, the law, the halacha, the, the sit, sit, you got to sit Sheva seven days and feed the family and mourn. And so the Jews who were with her in the house, and they were comforting her, and then when they saw that, that, that Mary rose up quickly and went out and followed her, saying, she's going to the tomb to weep there. Oh, wow, what a perfect, perfect setup. She's going to go to the tomb, and she's ready to weep. She's on her way. She's, she's, 
She's in tears. She's bawling. She's crying. And he's dead. The Bible says he's dead. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know any God that can raise the dead. But our, our living Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, there's no proof of that. Oh, there is. Oh, there. Go to Israel. Come. Come down to Israel. Listen. Come down. Go to the garden. Go look at the tomb. There's a sign right there. It says he is risen. He is not here anymore. You can go there. See it. He's not there. Trust me. I've been down there. He's not there. Because he wants to live in your heart. And this is what believers don't understand. And non-believers, when you receive Jesus... The Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that was in Jesus, can live in you. Well, that's heresy. No, it's not. No, this is how it works. And it's simple. And she's bawling at the tomb, crying her eyes out. Oh, Lazarus. And Jesus, you know he's thinking. I mean, it doesn't say it, but you know he's thinking. These people, they never get it, do they? I'm going to go let this, I'm going to go get them now. And so many times, man, we can see people want things. They want to be rich. They want to be famous. They want to be popular. They want to be anything but whatever they want to. You know, it's they want to be whatever it is, but they don't know. And these are the people who need Jesus. When we realize that it's not about us and we get our eyes off of ourselves, and we realize that God's in control, we can see that we don't have to weep anymore. And we need to weep for Jesus and say, Lord, you're in control. And no matter what happens to us, we're going out of the body and present with you, Lord. And I've been to hospitals. I worked in hospital, in a hospital. And I've seen it. I've seen people come and go from this earth. I've given people their last rites in this earth. The Lord, not me. I've prayed with the dying and the sick. I've seen the hurt and the healed. I've seen miracles. I've been in the hospitals where brain tumors just disappeared by me. The Lord using me to put oil on their head. No, you don't need to send any money in uh, for any oil. You know, It's not about the holy oil. It's about faith in Jesus I've laid hands, the Lord, in me, and I have healed people. And Jesus got all the glory, and I've watched miracles. Jesus will heal you when he wants to heal you. If he wants to completely heal us, then he does. But we need to work with doctors while those healings are taking place. So they're weeping. The whole family's weeping. Everyone's comforting her. And when they saw her, they, 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 verse 30 says, Now Jesus had not yet come into the town. Remember this. But was in the place where Martha met him. And then the Jews who were with her in the house were comforting her. Poor baby, man. We're really hurting for you. You know, we're sorry. You're lost. Blah, blah, blah. It hurts to lose somebody. And when they saw that, Mary rose up quickly and went out and followed her, saying she's going to the tomb to... To weep there. Then, here we go, verse 32. Then when Jesus, then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
Like, wow, how how dare you? <laughs> like, where were you? You know, she was probably praying. She was probably praying. And Jesus is going to teach her a parable. And that just shows how powerful he is. Because he shows up, check it out, he's not even there yet. And she's on her knees to him. Man, if you were here, he would have he died. I mean, I don't think she was screaming at him, but she's on her knees. She's on her knees. Circle that. She fell to the ground. She's on her knees. What is she doing? She's, she's at our Savior's feet. Pleading with the Savior. I mean, it just gives me chills. She's on her feet. She's pleading. She's she's weeping. And she's on her, you know, and she's saying that my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, listen to this. And the Jews who came with her weeping, they were crying too. He groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Wow. And he said, where have you laid him? Why did he say that? Because Jesus was so overwhelmed by her weeping and sadness that he groaned in himself and he came to the tomb. Listen to this. Listen to this. Check this out. This is so radical. Where have you laid him? But he knows. He knows where they laid him. Listen. He knows where they laid him. He wants a reaction. Watch this. They said to him, Lord, come and see. Like they don't even want to talk. They just want to come. Let's go. Let's go. They're mourning. They're hurting. They're deeply hurt. And verse 37, listen to 35 says, Jesus wept. Wow. He's human. He wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him? And some of them said, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Here we go again. Let's set him up and accuse him. And Jesus, again, groaning in himself. I think he was, you know, groaning, saying, These, these people, they don't get it. They really don't get who I am. They don't get that I can do anything for them if they would just believe. Then Jesus is again groaning in himself, groaning in himself, came to the tomb, and it was a cave, and a stone laid against it. And Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, Martha and the sister of him who was dead said to him, Lord, by this time there was a stench. He, he stunk, for he'd been dead for four days. Isn't it funny? Jesus is doing everything on the third day, you know, and then on the fourth day comes and he stinks. Oh, he stinks gnarly. I mean, they're just looking at him like, are you, are you crazy? Are you, this guy stinks. And Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was laying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father... I thank you that you have heard me. 
Wow. So he was already praying. Groaning. When he was groaning and moaning inside of himself, he was praying for Lazarus to be risen. I know it. I, 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 I believe this. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now... God is telling his father, Jesus is telling his father that, hey, here it is. Do what you got to do because God works the miracles, not man. It's Jesus Christ, our father, the son and the Holy Spirit. It's God who works the miracle, not man. And so God is about to work a miracle. And verse 43 says, listen, he says, he says, and this is important. I said that they may believe that you sent me. Look it. That they believe, may believe, may. You see that may? You see that may? May believe that you sent me. Because not everyone's going to believe. And verse 43 says, Now when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And boom, there it is. And he who had died... He who had died, right there, died, came out bound, hand and foot, with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with cloth. Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. Oh my God, wow, what a, what a miracle. Can you imagine that? I mean, I mean, I mean, can, I mean, just, just picture that. Picture all the all the drama that we're wrapped in. You know, God told me, Joseph, picture all the drama and the, and the problems that we're wrapped in. Our unforgiving heart, our our meanness, our rudeness, our bitterness, our our evilness towards one another, uh, our unforgiving heart, our our just all the nasty sin in our life wrapped up in a in a in a in a wad of bandages in our stinking cadaver and and Jesus Christ saying get up rise and get up because we're spiritually dead son of us some of us some of us are spiritually dead and Jesus wants to say get up Lazarus and walk and that's what we need to do we need to get up believers listen we need to get up we need to be on fire you're thinking how? Well, we need to start speaking to everyone about Jesus. We're living in the last days, man. We can't be in the cave anymore. We gotta get out of that cave. Lazarus is out. Listen to this. Listen to this. Not all of us are dead though, spiritually. Then many of the Jews here here comes the here's comes the plan to kill Jesus now. So so many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen these things Jesus did, believed in him, but some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them these things Jesus did. And verse 47 says, Then the chief priest and the Pharisees gathered a, a, a council. They got their council meeting, the Sanhedrin, and said, What shall we do? This guy's raising the dead now. We can't have this. For this man works many signs. If we let him alone like this, everyone will believe in him. And the Romans will come and take away both our place and the nation. 
And I really believe that the reason why partly was that they didn't want to believe that Jesus was the Messiah was because they were afraid to lose the Jewish state to the Roman Emperor. Period. And believe me, it can still be the Jewish state. It's called the Messianic state for me. It's Jewish. Israel will always belong to uh, the Jews. To Jews. But it's, it's about respecting one another. Loving one another. Taking our problems and giving them to Jesus. Leaving it at the cross. It's about taking those dirty bandages off of us. Letting Christ take it off. And renew us. Renew us. Renew us. Jesus says to renew your minds in Christ. This is what it's about. They didn't want to lose Israel. They were occupied by the Romans. The Pharisees didn't want people to see an uproar and an upstir. They didn't want the people upset. They didn't want uh, 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 people to get upset and go to go to the leader. And 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 they didn't want the, the they didn't want the city to get all jacked up, man. And 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 this is why because one of the reasons they didn't want to lose their nation. So. Church, believers, podcast. What does it cost if if we gain the whole world but we lose our soul? Or what will a man exchange for his soul? We're going to stop on 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 verse forty eight, and next week talk about uh, uh, you know the Passover over the of, of of the Jews in in Jerusalem. But we're also going to talk about how we as believers today need to understand that no matter what we go through, we need to give it to Jesus. Will you do that today? Will you say, I'm, I know I've been dead spiritually? Or if you're physically dead, say, I want to give my life to you, Christ? Or would you say, I want to, I'll be the Lazarus? Amen. All right, here. Jesus was faithful. Look. There's so many nuggets. I can't even go over this half hour time. Jesus was faithful. He was uh, a healer, a lover, a merciful God. He was radical, awesome. He was our God, our Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, three in one. He did what no man could do. That was take our sins upon that cross and give us a new eternal life. And today I tell you this. If you believe that Jesus Christ died for you, He can take your sins. You can live a new life. Whatever it may be, whatever you're going through, He will give you a new life. He'll give you a new life. He'll give you a new start. It's never too late to come to the throne. Martha and Mary came to Jesus even when Lazarus was dead. She threw herself down on her knees. And she told him, He's dead. But Jesus said, Look, I am the resurrection. If you want to live again,
gotta do is receive me, believe me, and receive me. Will you do that today? Father, we thank you for this time. Lord, we pray that if anyone out there is listening, Lord, that they just believe in you and receive you, Father. Lord, this isn't a game. This is real, Jesus. You died on the cross for our sins. And Father, we thank you for this podcast so that we can reach believers out there for free. And don't have to worry, Lord. Lord, this is radical. Jesus, we thank you that you saved us from hell. And we love you, Jesus. And we thank you, Jesus. Amen. Whoa. Thank you, guys, man. And thank you for listening to Growing in His Word. This is Pastor Joseph, and tune in for next week. We're going to get into the last piece of this Passover. They're going to start plotting and planning to kill Jesus. But guess what? (laughs) They can physically kill him. But spiritually, he's alive. (laughs) That's what it's about. So God bless you guys, and thank you for logging on to Growing in in His Word. And please, subscribe. Go on to growinginhisword.com and there you will find so much stuff for you guys to learn. There's so much stuff about, just click on study material. You can download it, print it, study it. Every topic is on there. God bless you guys and thank you for growing in his word. God bless.